Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Luke. And this is The Parent Diaries. We're an English guy and an Irish girl that fell in love, got married, and now we're ready to start a family. This podcast is our honest account of becoming first-time parents as we navigate the slightly terrifying but equally exciting journey to parenthood. It will cover everything from fertility and trying to conceive right through to the baby arriving. Now, we're not celebrities, we're not doctors, we're not midwives, and so far we've collectively held a baby about three times. But we're going on this journey no matter what, so you may as well come along for the ride. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Parent Diaries. Hello. This is episode 10. Can you believe it, Kate? We made it. Episode 10. Who would have thought we made it all the way through? We actually committed ourselves and did something. I know, for (laughs) once, for once. But we've got to keep it going. The only motivation really is that that we're having a baby and we can't stop, so. Exactly. (laughs) This is kind of almost a form of like therapy and preparation all rolled into one, I think. Well, it's a diary. That's the whole point. Exactly. So we're episode 10 and... Guys, we love the support. Thank you so much. Thank We've had you, yes. so many great reviews and comments and people getting in touch to say that they've really been enjoying the show so far. And I'm very touched. I literally thought that my yeah. mum would be the only person listening. Well, much. And Kate's mum too. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, there's You're actually taken aback. There's actually people yeah. out there that are listening. So amazing. We've had people from all parts of the world listening. So weird. Really, really yeah, cool. Yeah, like Singapore, Russia. Big shout out to Russia. Yeah. Yeah. And there's one download in Russia. So thank you if you're listening. We appreciate it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we've actually got a little bit of a rivalry going on because obviously Kate's Irish, I'm English. There's currently more five-star reviews in Ireland yes, than there, there is. is in England. So, yes, there is. Yeah. So come on, UK. <laughs> Where, oh, sorry, not only is there more reviews in Ireland, but they're all... Also, far more downloads. There is, there is. For some out. reason, we appeal to the Irish market. It no, might just be we've got an Irishman. You all stick together, don't you? We do, we do. We support our own. You really do. I think we should do a quick pregnancy update. So, what stage of the pregnancy are we at now? We are 25 weeks and four days, five days. Yeah. And yeah, I'm feeling okay. I think the main thing to report this week is the baby's movements. So it's been, I haven't mentioned on the podcast till now, but say the last maybe four weeks, there's been like increasingly strong baby movements, which has been mad. Oh, baby, see, you can feel them. Yeah, I know. It's so strange. Um, And apparently at this point in pregnancy, the next three weeks are the most active a baby is as well. And I'll tell you what, you you can tell because I'm constantly feeling them. It's not just like in the morning or the evening, how it was initially pretty much all the time. So that's been a pretty cool thing to experience. The other thing to mention is um, I had my 25 week midwife appointment, which was on Tuesday of this week. And very similar to the previous appointment at 16 weeks, like measure your blood pressure, take a urine sample, test it, um, ask how you are, um, listen to the baby's heartbeat. Um, But the new thing they did was measure my bump which I was not expecting. Yeah. Oh no, there's definitely something there now. Um, and everything was looking good, which is great. Yeah. We're both really happy. So episode 10, Kate, what are we talking about? So we are talking about baby essentials. Oh yeah. Oh yes. So there's a couple of categories that we're going to go through. We've broken them down this way because it was helpful for us just to get our heads around all the stuff you could possibly need or or want. Now, by no means this is an exhaustive list, guys. We've got no. to put a little caveat in there because you can get really carried away with this stuff. You, you can. can buy 
You can buy baby everything. Literally, you can fill a house Put with baby, baby stuff. Put baby in front of it and then just jack up like 50% on the top, <laughs> yeah, top that's, of the price. That's literally yeah. it. I'm starting a baby line of clothes after this. I think so. I think it makes <laughs> we need sense. to. But yeah, so there's a couple of things. So we've broken it down into um, out and about, feeding, sleeping, nursery, and then miscellaneous. So just all the other paraphernalia that you need for babies. Um, so we're going to go through, at a very high level in this episode, each of the categories talk about some of the things that we think we will need um, and then in part two which will be next week we'll actually talk to you guys about some of the things that we've actually made decisions on we'll have gone to actual stores meet the experts meet the experts check stuff out in person they can tell us we're wrong about everything exactly weigh, weigh up the pros and the cons of the various different kind of brands that are out there when it comes to some of these items um, and then hopefully make a decision that's the plan anyway so first category out and about what does a baby need to get it from A to B? There's a couple of things that we've been reliably informed are necessary items. So a travel system. Travel system, you say? Like, what the hell is that? Basically, guys, for those without babies, it's a pram. That's what you're looking at. There's a couple of bits to that. So you have the pram itself, a carry cot for a newborn, because newborns apparently can't sit upright, which I was not aware of till now, and then a car seat. So there's some of the key the travel system items what else is there so you can well basically you can buy these in like a package Mm. or you can buy them you can mix and match what you need and what we should probably say is that all this stuff is really based on your lifestyle yeah you know by no means is what we say gospel because ultimately we're just looking at the best way of doing things for our lifestyle so considerations for travel systems um a couple of things to ask yourself are you know how does it feel to move the actual pram itself so what's the top speed <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> no but like i think getting some hands-on experience of the pram itself before you buy it is really important because you could look at something online and think it looks great but actually it's a bit crap to like you know move about could be too heavy could be yeah. too heavy well that's the next thing so how lightweight or heavy is it you know how transportable is the travel system exactly because if you live in london like we do and if you're getting on tubes or trains or whatever you've got to consider these things because there's like stairs and stuff that you have to like be able to climb up so the weight of the actual travel systems or if you're getting on a plane as well because some of these travel systems i've seen you can actually carry them on to the plane and put them in the overhead luggage so they're very lightweight but then they're not as good for things in addition to that i guess in relation to what you've just said is how compact does something fold up so um we, we were on a plane recently and we saw somebody fold something up and put it into the overhead bin which was a pretty impressive sight. I was really impressed. I was like, what is that? (laughs) We need it. Exactly. Um, So that's another thing. So dimensions for storage, because they're like, as I mentioned, in addition to the pram, you have like a carry cot bit for all the baby stuff. So like how easy can you store that away once you don't need it anymore? Um, How easy is it to clean? Um, And yes, there are some of the kind of key things. So irrespective of the lifestyle that you should consider, I guess, when you're picking a travel system. Yeah, exactly. And then there's a few other bits that we need to speak about as well. So as well as a travel system, babies need changing when you're out as well. So you'll need to think about having like a changing mat and a bag, changing mm-hmm. bag to carry everything in. We've seen a few of these online. This is a classic case of you could just use a normal rucksack. Yeah. So a bit more stylish as well, I imagine, some of the baby. Yeah, exactly. Save you your get. money and just get a, a, a or rucksack. Or use something you have already. Or use something yeah. you have already. So so this is something we'll have a look at. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen some of them have these built-in like changing mats into They're them. So that is cool. quite, that's quite yeah. handy. Yeah. And then you also need to think about a carrier or a sling as well. So a little baby sling mm-hmm. um, is another thing you want to consider. So why would you want that? 
I guess it's if you want to be hands-free um, and you're out and about. So you can like be just, I guess if you don't want to bring a pram somewhere, you know, it's like a bulky item. You're just yeah. going for a short kind of stroll down to the shop or whatever it might be. Yeah. I don't know. These are me just guessing. Yeah. Like, we'll ask the expert yeah, next exactly. week, shall we? <laughs> yeah. Or even, I think when you're indoors as well, actually, that's another oh, that thing. So sense. like if you're yeah. in your kitchen or whatever and trying mm. to do something, but your baby doesn't want to lie down, they want to be close to you, yeah, then sure. you wear it. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next up is feeding. So I imagine that if you are breastfeeding and you won't need as much mm. for this, but you tell me, I think you probably need a few bits, don't you? You do. I think you, you, the point you've made around, yeah, are you breastfeeding or not is a pretty important starting point. Um, so let's just imagine that you're breastfeeding and that's what we plan to do. I plan to do it. I don't know how oh, you're going to do I'll, I'll breastfeed. <laughs> I don't know how yeah, you're going to do I'll that. I'll give it a go. Yeah. Um, so you need, I think right from the outset, you need stuff like um, nipple shields and cream and breast pads um, for leakage, which I'm told can happen. Um, you could get a breast pump, which could be either manual or electric. And there's some pretty, you know, high end ones on the market out there. Expensive but is what expensive. you mean. Um, but actually, I don't think it's something that you necessarily need to buy straight away because you don't actually know how breastfeeding is going to go. And the only reason you'd have a breast pump is to express milk um, so that other people, as well. your partner or whoever it is, can then feed the baby. Yeah, gives um, you a bit of a break. I gives suppose. you a break, exactly. But if you're not breastfeeding... Obviously, if you're, sorry, expressing milk, then you'll need bottles to put the expressed milk in. You'll also need storage bags for your expressed milk, which you can refrigerate or freeze. You may um, also need a steriliser, potentially. Pretend, well, you, you have a point of view on this already, don't well, you? Well, I've looked at these sterilisers, and yeah. I'm not being funny. It's literally a vegetable steamer. So, Or just a steamer, yeah, generally. Yeah, yeah so yeah. we've got a vegetable steamer, so I'm ticking steriliser off the list. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but there, that's it, really, I think. Um for breastfeeding, yeah, but you did say to me that if you don't breastfeed, mm. you're probably going to need formula, Yeah, which from what we can tell and what we've been told, mm. they're all pretty much the same. Yeah. Like, it's just so, how they're marketed. Just and, how they're marketed, yeah, yeah and the branding and stuff. Because so. they all have to meet like minimum kind of standards in terms of like nutritional value and stuff. So yeah, it's all just packaging, branding, and then they can jack the price up. Basically, yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah, so formula if you're not breastfeeding. But other than that, that's pretty much it for feeding so far. Yeah, there is, there is, um, you can get a bottle thermometer, I've, I've seen. Oh, but that is like the biggest, way. That, is a, that is a key yeah. product that just illustrates the baby market. I know, uh, just like you, apparently, this is from me remembering what I saw my mum do with my sister. You literally, and I did actually, you just put the milk on your wrist and that's how you test the temperature. That's literally And if it, it. burns you, it's going to burn the baby. Exactly. So yeah. cool it down. Yeah. Simple as that really. Yeah. Um, okay, next category. Next category is sleeping. Now, this is a bit of a minefield, I feel. Um, Real minefield. Because I hadn't appreciated, as the case for many, many things with baby stuff, that um, you have to get two kind of sleep, sleeping setups. So up to six months, the baby usually, and I think all the kind of recommendations say that this should happen, should sleep with you. So like they call it co-sleeping. Um, so that's for the six, six months of their lives. Um, and as a result, you then need either a bedside crib or co-sleeper or a Moses basket. Um, they only last, I think, up to six months, both options. In fact, I think a Moses basket lasts you like three months. Oh, they grow out of it really quick. Really, really quickly. Um, so you need that. And then obviously when they're a bit older, so after six months, you, you kind of move, well, it's obviously down to each parent, um, but you move them into their own room. That's This is what we're thinking. We're yeah. thinking we're probably going to 
move the baby out after six months um kick the baby out had enough (laughs) evict the baby from our room (laughs) yeah but um so yeah you basically put them in a cot or you could get a cot bed which is you know basically is a cot that then converts into a bed which a a kid can sleep in i think to about three or four about four years old about four years old but um just to go back to the co-sleeping thing i think the reason for co-sleeping being really important is um it's i don't know if people have heard of sids sudden infant death syndrome like it basically reduces the likelihood of that happening which is obviously a terrifying prospect as a new parent so yeah your baby being next to you you can hear them breathing and it's actually easier if you're breastfeeding as well or just for feeding the baby generally so bedside crib or moses basket then when they're a bit older move them into their own room with a cot or cot bed i think you also need to be aware of the mattress because that needs to be waterproof as well, obviously. Um, you need special blankets as well. What well, they sell the yellow blankets because yeah, they're, they're like breathable. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So that's the other thing too you've got to consider. Um, what else is there? there are, you could get a baby monitor. Luke has very strong feelings on a baby monitor. Uh, a baby surveillance system yeah. is what I would refer There's to There's some as. mad ones out on the market, actually. There is, yeah. I've seen yeah. ones with like lasers which tell you how much the baby's moving. Yeah. Like measure the baby's heart rate. Like there's all sorts of crazy products, but the truth is we don't really need them. No. I mean, we live in a flat. The walls are very thin in our flat. And mm. if the baby after six months is crying, we're probably going to hear it. We may change our minds closer to we the might time. We might do. When they, actually, when we move them into another room, I could see us being like, maybe actually it'll be... I see me. you. <laughs> I don't <laughs> yeah. see myself changing. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they're the main bits and pieces, I think, when it comes to sleeping. Yeah. And after six months, they're going to be moving into the nursery. So we should probably mm-hmm. talk about... Our next category, which is nursery and nursery furniture. And what what do you put in a nursery, basically? Yeah. Or do you even have a nursery? I mean, we've got a spare room, which I'm very sad to say that it has it has all my stuff in it. So, it I've got, so I've been booted out for the baby, basically. Well, I'm making room for you in our wardrobe. <laughs> so we're both making sacrifices. Yeah, so nursery. We've already mentioned the cot or cot bed. Um, you obviously need storage, so you can get a wardrobe and or a chest of drawers, which have like a changing table on top. We've seen loads of nursery sets with that. Yeah, you don't necessarily have to get uh, baby specific no, furniture again or from all these places because it can be quite expensive. Yeah. Um, but there are some quite cool little accessories. Like like Kate mentioned, you can get a chest of drawers and you can actually get this little conversion type it's thing like you can portable put, yeah it's like changing. a changing table you can put on top of the chest of drawers basically but, or um you can get ones that like sit on top of the cot so if you're yeah. short on space we've been considering this if if it doesn't all fit for us you can get basically these changing tables that lift off um your cot so it's when the basically a it, plank of wood it, essentially <laughs> that hooks on to your cot exactly so there are some of the main bits um in addition to that we're thinking about getting a nursing chair. Um, they're really comfy. So comfy, So actually. comfy. Yeah. And you can get like a little stool that goes with it for your feet. And then room thermometer. So I actually do think this is a kind of important one, given that babies can't regulate their temperatures. Yeah, I've seen one that looks like an egg with like a light That's on it. That's really so, cool. Yeah. 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 So it basically, it will tell you. I want one for our room, I'll be honest. It's, yeah. <laughs> well, we're, yeah, constantly they're too hot or too cold in our own room. So it basically lights up different colours depending upon the temperature. So if it's like blue, it's way too cold. If it's red, it's way too hot. And if it's orange, I think it's the right temperature for the baby. Again, it might, not be, might not be an essential, but like I like the idea. I don't think it's that expensive. So I'm kind of like yeah. willing um, okay. if I think something's kind of handy um, to maybe invest. But anyway, so they're the main bits for the nursery, I think. Um, you can get other stuff, of course. Like you can get nappy bins. But we have friends who've already told us that like they're a waste of money and just get don't a bin. Don't bother. Don't bother, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think 
Luke was kind of sold on the idea, just the, the prospect of smelling baby's nappies um, <laughs> was uh, enough to make him want to buy a nappy bin, which apparently stop you from smelling anything. But yeah, that's it for the nursery, I think. Well, you could do some decorations or put some stuff up, but that's not really essential. To be we, I think you. we plan to, but yeah, it's not like your baby's not going to be like, oh, great surroundings. Great gap you got here. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And finally, last category is the miscellaneous slash other, mm-hmm. which we're going to cover things like baby clothes. So yep. there's certain clothes that you kind of need for sleeping as well. Yes. You you know, you understand this. Yeah. Thing, so you it? basically need, or so we're told, yeah. again, the experts will probably tell us that we're completely wrong, but you need baby sleep suits because babies can't regulate their own temperature. Mm-hmm. So you basically need to wrap them up in these sleep, sleep suits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on top of that, you can get these they're called grow bags, I think. Yeah, or sleeping bags. They're basically sleeping yeah. bags for yeah. baby. They, they kind swaddle. of swaddle them. Yeah, because yeah, babies like to be swaddled. Yeah, I would be completely claustrophobic. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but they, if they've gone from the womb, yeah, so they're it used mimics to being the, like the environment, doesn't in smaller, it? Exactly. Kind of combined environments. And these also yeah. have TOG ratings as well. So like you, your duvets. Yeah, like a duvet. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly the same thing. So mm-hmm. it can go from like 1 to 2.5. And mm-hmm. it all depends on, I suppose, the time of year, how cold it is in the room as well. And you can use the room thermometer to then figure out how heavy a TOG the sleep suit needs to be. There you go. It is an essential. Or a sleeping bag needs to be. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What else? Um, so otherwise, in, in the clothing category um you have like baby grows and baby suits obviously you need tons of those because i think babies pretty much projectile vomit punami everywhere exactly um constantly so you need lots of changes of clothes but things like hats and mittens um for their hands because apparently they can scratch themselves um really easily what about those things that you wipe the baby with oh muslins muslins yeah well i don't think you, you wipe up Baby's sick that normally ends on you, up on you or them. So yeah, I guess you are wiping. Oh, well, we need loads of those. Yeah, exactly. If the baby's anything like you, like pukey, <laughs> yes, we, we will. Okay. <laughs> That's I. He's really annoying there that I've said that. Um. So yeah. So they're the main things, and then obviously you can get really cute little like day wear outfits. We're making massive assumptions. We're not going to buy them, but we imagine other people might. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> I don't expect anyone to no, buy me I, anything. I only know that because like my mom is constantly sending me pictures of like outfits. So I'm just anticipating her, only her, I guess, buying them. Well, that's very kind. If, if someone yeah. wants to buy us a, a Gucci outfit, then no. well, brilliant. Because I will then sell it on yeah, exactly. <laughs> and use the money no, for better purposes. Exactly. No, no branded stuff for babies. Exactly. We should also mention the fact that there's a massive secondhand market for all this baby stuff. So you can literally get everything we've mentioned and more in places like Facebook Marketplace. Are the yellow pages still looking? Yeah, gum, gum tree. <laughs> gum tree. Yeah, yeah, there's probably some specific like mom's kind of websites I haven't come across yet. But yeah, there's, yeah. Lo- there's so much stuff out there. And from a sustainability perspective as well, I think it's actually quite important to consider secondhand options. So 100%. Yeah. And like you said earlier, though, what two things you can't get secondhand mm or a car seat, and a mattress as yeah. well. Okay, I think we're almost there. What yeah. other things in miscellaneous are um, there? So, a baby bouncer. Is that essential? It's, no, I think, it, it. again, you're not thinking about the day in the life of, which is what I'll have as a mum on mat leave. There'll be times where the baby's awake, doesn't want to be, I don't want to be carrying it, I need to get a freaking shower or something. Put the baby in the baby bouncer, they can be in the room with you, Staring at you like a little creep whilst you're having a shower. And that's when you need a baby bouncer. I've been told that by lots of people. Can we not just let Luna look after the baby? No, no. 
<laughs> no. Uh, so baby bounce is one. And then the very final thing I think to mention is like bath stuff. So like baby, you can get like baby baths that go in your sink or go in your actual bath itself. They're literally just a plastic Plastic tub. tub. Yeah. But then there's other stuff like you can get, we've done like a, in fact, we won't go into it now. We did an antenatal course, um, like an online one around bathing babies and she went through some really, the midwife that uh, ran it, went through some really handy, like, little tips and things you might need for when you're bathing a baby. Because I didn't realise you don't, like, submerge them. It's all, like, bird bath type bathing that you do for newborns. Um, <laughs> don't dunk the baby. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So that's it in terms of, like, the other or miscellaneous category. And I think that's everything we're going to cover today. I appreciate, guys, that it's a bit of an action-packed episode there's a lot of things been mentioned today so what we're going to do is link everything in the show notes um, and just list everything we've spoken about today and in part two of baby essentials which will be coming next week we're going to be talking about the specifics so we're talking about specific products almost like mini reviews basically mm. of just our, we're going to shortlist our kind of top three in each category so we'll be going through all the categories we've been through again today but actual specific products and the pros and cons shortlisting the ones that we feel are right for us Mm -hmm. and speaking to the experts on some shopping trips because we've actually booked some personal shopping trips which Um, are free they're free a really handy thing amazing isn't it yeah Yeah. so we're going to be speaking to the experts getting their take on everything and we'll be finalizing our list of everything we need to get so join us next time for that one it's going to be interesting thank you for listening guys and speak to you next week bye guys bye that's it for another episode of the parent diaries don't forget to subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it's out also we'd love you to give us a review and rating on apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts as it helps others to find the show five star reviews greatly appreciated if you'd like to get in touch with us or if you've any suggestions for the show drop us an email at theparentdiariesuk at gmail.com or you can follow us on instagram at theparentdiariesuk thanks again and catch you on the next episode